Steph Curry erupts and takes down the Grizzlies. The Nuggets collapse against the Hornets. And we look ahead to the Christmas Day slate of games on today's Locked On NBA. You are Locked On NBA, your daily NBA podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. All right, we have a great show for you today. I'm Wes Goldberg here with Adam Mares. However you may be listening, YouTube, Odyssey, or wherever you get your podcast. thank you for making Locked On NBA your first listen every day, and thank you for subscribing on YouTube. Let's just jump right in with our first game. Steph Curry scores 15 of his 46 points in the fourth quarter as the Warriors dispatch the Grizzlies 113-104. to The Warriors were missing Jordan Poole and Andrew Wiggins, but got 22 points from Gary Payton II and shot 47.5% as a team on threes. Meanwhile, John Morant, in his second game back from his knee injury, had 21 points and six assists, and the Grizzlies tied the game with 2.03 left to play, but then Gary Payton hits a clutch three-pointer. Golden State gets a stop. Steph misses a three, but wait, Otto Porter Jr. coming up with the huge offensive rebound, kicks it back out to Steph, who drives the lane, finishes the layup. The Warriors ice the game. A big win for Golden State, Adam. There's nothing more fun than the Golden State Warriors and Steph Curry at home at Oracle. It's just the watching that game and, and, and all of the plays in the fourth, that place is just, it, it's, this is a heavy year, Wes. This is a heavy year, yeah. right? This, this is not a fun season so far for most teams. But you watch the Warriors night in and night out. Somehow they managed to bottle this enthusiasm and excitement yeah. and fun. And it's just – i that's one of those games you watch and, and you see even though Memphis pulled it close, it's just a game Golden State always wins. And they pulled it out, and they pulled it out with great vibes and some great shot making. I know we'll talk about the Lakers a little bit later on in the show, but I, 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 this is my biggest observation between the Warriors and the Lakers, right? Is that the Warriors are exactly what you're talking about. They feel young. They're energized. They're just here to play the game. And the Lakers, and look, yeah, maybe the Warriors pieces fit better. And maybe, you know, they have the better player right now in Steph Curry, who's having an MVP type of campaign. Uh, all Maybe they're not dealing with as many injuries, all that stuff. That's the biggest difference is they want to be there. And the Lakers just, you watch that team, they just don't want to be there. Not to make this like a Lakers thing. Um, but tonight, but tonight is a night that they didn't have everybody. So to your point, right. this was a night where you're a little bit underhanded. You're playing a Memphis Grizzlies team that's very competent, very capable. Yeah. And oh, by the way, just are, is coming off a loss, so they're hungry uh, to bounce back and get a win. So this was a tough matchup, being shorthanded, and they got yeah. it. And I think there is something too. that Warriors team. They ride momentum better than any team I think I've ever seen. Just yeah. they, they start making shots, they just ride that. And they seem to always find at least one moment in a game, if not multiple moments, where they get that that good feeling where they just play connected basketball. I've really there's no team in the NBA that plays as connected as they do when they when they really catch a rhythm. They're so in sync. And then when you're getting 22 points from a guy like Gary Payton the second off the bench, which nice guy, nice player, good defender, not supposed to be scoring 22 right. points in a game. And Memphis kind of has had Golden State's number. Remember, the Grizzlies are the team that right. kicked the, the Warriors out of the play-in tournament last year. So right. um, they always play them well. Um, but the Warriors' schedule is about to get tough here. They've got games against the Suns, uh, the Nuggets twice, the Jazz. Those games are coming up. Yeah, They're dealing with some of these injuries, these health and safety protocol things. This is going to be a good test for a team that is just really now starting to face some adversity here. And and they might take a little bit of a slide. I mean, their record right now is absurd, 26 and 6, you know, so they even if you fall back from that pace it might feel like you're sliding a little bit, but 
I'm just impressed by this is a season of adversity for so many people. And I'm so impressed that you're getting Otto Porter Jr. who's wound back the clock three or four years and is looking like him at his peak. You're getting performances from Gary Payton, as you mentioned. Bielitsa contributes. Yeah. He's just, he uh, had a big three and Bielitsa did. Sorry, but it's a, yeah. like this ridiculous like 35-footer. Just straightaway three-pointer, swishes it. Net didn't even move. And you're just like, all these guys can shoot. That's the crazy thing. What was the stat that I had? 47.5% as a team on threes. First of all, that's just bananas. Like, even for the Warriors. That's Most of that is, is, is Steph, but yes. It's true. Uh, but you, everybody on this team can shoot. And um, zooming out even more on, on the Warriors. Look, I think they're – obviously, they've got all the makings for being one of the top teams in the West. That's why they are one of the top teams in the West. I still struggle a little bit with, is this a regular season team or is this a playoff team? I think we, and I think a lot of people would say, make, they would think that that sounds absurd. Steph, Draymond Green, Steve Kerr, of course, this team is built for the playoffs, but that's kind of the end of the list. I mean, Clay Thompson is going to go back. Well, as far as guys I got to stop you on this, though, because I like the point. And, and yeah. it is funny that you look at the box score tonight 46 points from Steph Curry, 26 from Gary Payton. Nobody else was in double figures, but you got contributions from every everybody, including Otto Porter Jr. You got Kaminga, you got Juan Toscano Anderson tonight, Moses Moody. This is what I think I'm so impressed with the Warriors, even if you go back to last year, is that they are developing guys through success. You're not having to go through losses and, oh, we have to bench this guy. This They're playing guys, and when those guys get in, it's valuable experience. So are they a playoff team? I think they are developing into a very serious playoff team, and part of that is nights like tonight where guys made leaps tonight. Whether yeah. the box scores reflected that, you got guys making leaps that are role players. And they've gotten nice... They've seen some nice stuff from Kaminga lately, right? Who's gotten more of an opportunity with everything yeah. that's going on there. Uh, I'm with you. And I think they get a lot of, I think Bob Myers and Steve Kerr should have a lot of credit for the, the way they've been able to develop some of these bit players that they've got. Um, but let's move on here to <laughs> Denver. Well, oh. and, and I hate Ooh. to bring this up for you, Adam, but uh, the Nuggets lose to the Hornets 115 to 107, but it didn't look like it was going to go that way for most of the game. They end up blowing a 19 point lead. The Nuggets do. Uh, you cover the team over on Locked On Nuggets. What happened here? I think the lead was bigger than that. Uh, was was that the largest lead? I guess it was only 19. This was the drunkest game of the NBA season. Uh, both teams got, got a little bit of a head start on their Christmas celebration here. Denver fa falls behind immediately, really. A horrible and weird first quarter. I think Jokic begins the game just 2 of 11, takes 11 shots in the first eight minutes of this game. It was very weird. Uh, and by the way, this was coming on the heels of the starting unit for the Denver Nuggets getting benched in Oklahoma City last night in the second half. Michael Malone leaves them on the bench, gets so upset with them after the game, says they didn't deserve to come back in the game. So you start out the the, the night later in a weird funk, in a weird slump. Second unit comes in, goes on a huge run. First unit comes in, Nuggets up 20. They're rolling. All the way into the fourth quarter, they're rolling, and then they suffer the biggest collapse in Nuggets franchise history 19 points in the fourth quarter. They give up 38 points, uh, 38 to 13 fourth quarter. It, this Nuggets team is just, everybody's been hit with adversity, especially lately. Denver, I think, is right there when you talk about teams dealing with the most. And I, I they, they kind of give me the sense of a team that's sort of breaking at the seams right now. Uh, can't get anything going. Frustration, uh, picking up frustration fouls, jawing at each other. It's just the 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 mood in Denver right now uh, is not great.
Uh, there's been a lot made of Nikola Jokic and the on-off stats with him lately, right? You, you see this stat all over the place. They're the best team ever when Jokic is playing. They're right. the worst team ever when he's not playing. He had 29 points, 21 rebounds, and five assists in this game. Those 29 points on 13 of 34 shooting. You can right. tell with all the stuff that they're dealing with. It's Jokic. And it's so funny to think about, just as a quick aside, like a few years ago, probably three or four years ago, people were like, oh, Jokic, he needs to be more aggressive. He needs to shoot more. Now right. he's putting up 34 shots every time his team needs this it. This was a but, career high, 34 shots. Was this a case of Jokic being on the floor and off the floor, or was there just something else going on here? Well, he is the only Nuggets player that was in the positive tonight, which is kind of funny. I think this has happened actually several times this year, but this was not a good Jokic night. I, I mentioned he started two of 11. He was dominant in quarters two and three, and, and as a player as great as him going up against a team like Charlotte, he should be dominant. Uh, but he did not start or finish this game very well. And when I mentioned frustration, when I mentioned guys going at each other, Jokic is starting, I think, to boil over a little bit. Those numbers you're referencing, I mean, there was a point in this game, I think he was a plus 17 and Denver's up five. I think that that, that just the, the sense of having to do, not just to have a good game, not just have a great game, but every night he has to have an MVP game for them to have a chance. I think he's starting to wear down mentally and, and, and things are starting to break at the seams. And now... He went all of last season. I don't think he had a bad game last year. I really don't think he had a single one. He's had two in a row now, two in a row below average to bad games for him. And, and I'm, I, I would say, like, with Denver, I, I think, has reason to be a little concerned. It's understandable, too, with everything that they're dealing with. Uh, meanwhile, the Heat keep it rolling without most of their starting lineup. How have they remained near the top of the Eastern Conference standing? That's coming up next. But first, let's talk about Truebill. From forgotten free trials to automatic renewals, when big companies keep charging you, Truebill is your secret weapon to save you money on subscriptions you don't need. Truebill is the new app that helps you identify and stop paying for subscriptions you don't need, want, or simply forgot about. On average, people save up to $720 a year with Truebill. Because companies make subscriptions hard to cancel, Truebill makes it incredibly simple. Just link your accounts and Truebill will cancel your unwanted subscriptions all in one tap. And your Truebill concierge is there for you when you need them to cancel unwanted subscriptions so you don't have to. Truebill has over 2 million users and helped save them more than $100 million. So don't fall for subscription scams. Start canceling today at Truebill.com slash LockedOnNBA. Go right now. Truebill.com slash LockedOnNBA. It could save you thousands of dollars a year. That's Truebill.com slash LockedOnNBA. Today's episode is also brought to you by Built Bar. This holiday season, grab the protein bar that tastes like a candy bar. Built Bar, filled with so much holiday goodness, rich with de decadent flavor, covered in chocolate, but amazingly low in calories, sugar, net carbs and fat, and high in protein. You get the best of both worlds, delicious and healthy. With so many flavors, you'll have a hard time choosing. Will you have raspberry or mint brownie, cherry or double chocolate, cookies and cream, or peanut butter brownie? Built Bar gives you that extra fuel you need to knock out your holiday shopping, Throw one in your jacket or your purse. You never know when you might need it. And because it's the season, tell Santa to throw a few Built Bars in those stockings. Cozy up with a Built Bar and hot chocolate by the fire for a late-night snack. Do you like some of those marshmallowy treats around the holidays? You need to get your hands on Built Bar Puffs. They're light, fluffy, fluffy and marshmallowy through and through. Get them now before they run out. Go to Built.com and use the promo code LOCKED15 and you'll get 15% off on your next order. That's promo code LOCKED15 for 15% off at Built.com. Thank you for making Locked On NBA your first listen every day. We are free and available on all platforms, so please do subscribe. Let's go now to Miami, where the Heat came back from a 14-point deficit to beat the Pistons 115-112. to Normally, 
you might be like, really? The Pistons? What's the big deal? But the Heat got the win despite not having Jimmy Butler, no Bam Adebayo, no P.J. Tucker, and a bunch of other bench players were not available. This is basically the nightmare scenario for the Heat lately. They've been without these guys for a long time, uh, and this was a team that you know people were concerned about their depth going into the season, but the depth has stepped up. They got 26 points from one Max Struess tonight. They've been getting big contributions from guys like Gabe Vincent, Casey Akpala, Amar Yurtsevin. Uh, and the Heat have managed to rem- uh, remain here now in fourth place in the Eastern Conference. Got their 20th win of the season tonight. Adam, what do you make of the Miami Heat staying afloat? Well, I, it's funny because you're mentioning the depth. We just Everything I just said about the Golden State Warriors, I think I can apply to the Miami Heat here and that they have a culture. This might be the season of culture. Because there's so many curveballs going on with guys going in protocols and injuries and everything else that I think that the teams with a great culture are probably going to rise to the top. Phoenix has a great culture right now, great leadership on the court, both from Monty Williams as a coach, but also Chris Paul. We talked about the Warriors and what they have. I think Miami Heat are right there. Here's what I wanted to ask you, though. Max Drews, every time I see him, he makes threes, man. That guy can shoot. How would you rank the top three shooters on the Miami Heat right now? Pure shooters. Yeah. Uh, I actually made this joke the other day because they shot like 40-something percent against uh, the Pacers the other night. I think the Heat just sort of stumbled onto the th- the best three-point shooting team in the league, but yeah. it was hidden on their bench because it's right. Max Struess. Uh, I would say still Duncan Robinson. He yeah. didn't have a good night tonight, but his last 10 games, he's broken out of that slump that he had to open the season. And then probably Gabe Vincent. Uh, you know what? I would put Tyler Hero in that mix too because what he does on the move is just a pure right, shooter. But right. like all these guys I'm talking about are not yeah. the stars. They're not Jimmy Butler. It's not Kyle Lowry. It's not Bam Adebayo. It just feels like right. all this depth is right. all. Caleb Martin for them, a two-way guy shooting like 38% <laughs> from three. I right. mean, it's crazy. Yeah. Yeah, that's the thing about him. I, every time I watch him, there's some other guy that's going. I mean, five threes is a lot of threes in a game, uh, especially yeah. for a bit player like Max Strews. So. Um, yeah, 29 points, 21 points, 40. Or I'm sorry, that was uh, that was Kemba Walker's numbers. I had <laughs> I had the Max Drews numbers, but he had like 32 the other night, 24, 18, and then 26. Like that's his last four games. Um, yeah, it just seems like every somebody else is stepping up every time. And now it's interesting. The Heat are in this position where these guys are going to come back eventually, right. and now they're sort of faced with. How do we get playing time for all these guys? Right. It's a little bit of a different. I think over the course of a regular season, that's a good problem to have. Just, you know, for sure. play, play 11 guys a night. Who cares? Especially this season. Yeah, especially this season. What is interesting is where a lot of these teams are dealing with the health and safety protocol stuff. The Heat really aren't. They only have one guy, Caleb Martin. It, these are like legit, like old school absences, <laughs> like injuries. like Just normal, like, regular injuries. Yeah, yeah, knees, ankles, quads, yeah. like that stuff. Um, yeah. But they're, they're making it through here. Can we give a quick shout out? I know we're not going to talk about Detroit too much, but Trey Lyles, career night, yes. 28 points. Uh, that was a thing that happens. We should just mention it, I guess. <laughs> he was unstoppable. He looked like Carl Anthony Towns out there, just raining threes. It was <laughs> wild. Um, all right, let's get to some of the other scores from around the league. Miles Turner had 32 points and 10 rebounds, and Karis LeVert put up 24 points as the Pacers beat the Rockets 118 to 106. Jalen Green was back for Houston, and he had 20 points, including going six for nine. From three-point range. Uh, Brandon Ingram scored 31 points. Josh Hart hit two clutch three-pointers in the second half to stop an Orlando Magic rally. The Pelicans beat the Magic 110-104. to The Pelicans have now won, get this, four straight games. They've won five of their last six. After starting the season in 1-12, they're 11-9 since that. 
What's changed for the Pelicans? Well, what's changed is Herb Jones, my guy, <laughs> Herb Jones. I'm so impressed with the uh, uh, the young defender out there. He gets 8.6 rebounds tonight. But, you know, since going into the starting lineup, they've actually been – that, that run you're talking about has to do with him sort of becoming a larger part of the rotation and in that starting lineup. Here's the thing about this season, man. Everybody out West that – the Lakers, the Clippers, the Mavs, the Nuggets – these teams all feel like they're having the worst season ever, but they're all there. So you go down the bottom of the list and you look at the 12 and 21 New Orleans Pelicans, their season should be over, but they're only two games outside of the play-in. So uh, in most years, you'd probably write them off already and say, hey, right. man, it's time to turn your attention. But they're still in it. Maybe Zion will play for them one day. Who knows? Uh, let's move on to the Hawks, who were without seven players because of health and safety protocols and then would lose two more to injury during the game. But they beat the Sixers. 98 to 96, thanks to Bogdan Bogdanovich, who scored 10 of his 15 points in the final three minutes and 44 seconds. Already shorthanded, Atlanta ends up losing Cam Reddish to a sprained right ankle, and then DeLon Wright sprains his left ankle. Again, some old school injuries here. Uh, they do that during the game. Joel Embiid, he finishes with 23 points on 10 rebounds, but missed a potential game tying shot at the buzzer. Uh, and now get a load of this, Adam. Kemba Walker, 44 points for the Knicks. He would have been the leading scorer of the night had it not been for some Steph Curry guy. But right. the Knicks lost to the Wizards 124 to 117. Kemba kept a minute. Uh, and the Knicks had pulled within two points with two minutes and 40 seconds left in the game. But then Kyle Kuzma, he makes back-to-back threes to ice the game for the Wizards. Adam, what do you make of this refreshed Kemba Walker? It's it's kind of funny in a certain way in that, you know, Kemba gets benched, doesn't solve the problems for the Knicks. He's back out there and has a great game. Still doesn't solve the problem for the Knicks. I don't maybe there's just no solution for the Knicks. That's the only thing I could take away. Yeah, I mean, 29. These are the stats I was trying to get to earlier. 29 points, 21 points and 44 points in his last couple of games here for Kemba Walker since he got in those three games since he got benched uh, on November 26th. That's what I guess a month off will do for you. Nobody ever questioned Kemba Walker's ability. It was just always the 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 wear and tear, the knees, all that stuff. He just he couldn't keep doing it night in and night out. Give him a month off. He'll give you three good games in a row. Maybe right. the Knicks will give him another month off, and then you know he'll be ready to go by February. Jokic um, needs a month off. I think. I think he could use a month off. Um, with both Giannis and Luca sidelined because of the health and safety protocols, the Bucks. And the Mavericks played a game still that I don't think a whole lot of people watched. But the Bucks did beat the Mavericks 102 to 95. Milwaukee was led by Chris Middleton's 26 points. They get 24 from Drew Holiday. And then a season high, 22 points from DeMarcus Cousins. Good for him. Um, Devin Booker scored 30 points. Cam Johnson had 21 while making all five of his three-pointers. And the Suns win their fifth straight game, beating the Thunder 113 to 101 Thursday. The Suns are rolling with Devin Booker back in action, Adam. Well, they were rolling without them in action, too. They're just yeah. kind of rolling. 26-5 and five on the season. They've been fantastic. I mean, I really do think this is the most complete team in the NBA. It's yeah, going to be interesting you. seeing, you know, the, we're still, we're not even halfway through. So a lot of this, these things are going to change. But yeah. the Warriors are that team that's just so explosive. They have a system and they have a guy in Steph Curry that can go up. The, the Suns just have no weaknesses. And they have right. strengths everywhere. So they're such a fun team to watch. They're such an interesting team. But I got to give a little bit of a shout out to this Thunder team, 11 and 20. They are the best bad team in the NBA. I think they're actually, I might even say they're the worst good team in the NBA. They might actually be Ooh. bumping all the way up into the next tier for me. Wow. I'm not quite there yet. I also want to give out a shout, a shout out to the Utah Jazz. Who we're going to talk about here in a minute too. I think it's, 
to me, the top three in the West are the in no particular order. It's the Warriors, the Suns, and the Jazz. I just I think it depends on home court and all that. I think there's those teams are so close, and there's like interesting mismatches and all that kind of stuff. But let's talk about them. Donovan Mitchell, he had 28 points for the Jazz, who beat the shorthanded Timberwolves 128 to 116. Rudy Gobert had 20 points and 17 rebounds. Bojan Bogdanovic added 18 points. Big night for the Bogdanoviches. Uh, Mike Conley scored 17 points, and the Jazz win their 10th game in their last 12 tries. Meanwhile, seven Timberwolves were in the health and safety protocols, including Ooh. core guys, Carl Anthony Towns, Anthony Edwards, Patrick Beverly. Uh, but the story of the game is Jordan Clarkson's vicious dunk over poor Nas Reed. You sent that one to me, and it was a good one. It was a, it was yeah. an epic one. And it was one of those ones, late shot clock, it looks like he's bottled up, where, you know, going to force a 24-second violation, and you go from that to getting dunked on in the course of about yeah. one and a half seconds. It was a heck of a turnaround. But you kind of skimmed over this. You know, we've almost become numb to how many guys have entered the health and safety protocols. But of course, Carl Anthony Towns entering, yes. it, it's a little bit different because we all know the high profile uh, story. He's He's been surrounded with, with COVID and, and losing relatives, including his mother from it, um, has been very vocal about obviously safety around it. So if it's even affecting him and all of this, you know, it's kind of gives you a good picture of, of where the NBA is at right now. That's well said. Um, finally, last game of the night, the Spurs blow out the struggling Lakers 138 to 110 on Thursday, which is going to go down as the final event in Los Angeles before <laughs> the arena's name is changed from Staples Center to Crypto.com. Um, based on the reaction in L.A. and sort of the headlines and the Twitter stuff today, Adam, it, it feels like the arena isn't just changing. It feels like the arena is dying. I don't know like what. It, it's so it's funny, man. So funny. I honestly had a great laugh about this. I don't, I'll never understand when people connect with corporate sponsorships, especially when the corporate sponsor is Staples. Right. It's Staples. Like, I'm not trying to put down Staples, like, whatever, whatever. But it's not like the coolest brand. It's not no. like this, this is not something like I'm going to get a tattoo that says Staples or the Staples. Right. It wasn't on. like the Versace arena. It, <laughs> exactly. Something that, so now it goes to crypto, which admittedly is worse. Crypto.com arena is definitely. That's a my theory arena. on this. If it weren't just it, crypto.com or I, like it, <laughs> you couldn't have picked a worse name. Like if it was switching right. from Staples to something that was still sort of like no. sharp I, and, and just Home easy Depot to say. Arena? <laughs> for you, I yeah, don't know. I, I don't know. I don't know. That's if it weren't crypto, I think it would be less. It would be less jarring. Um, uh, but by the way, but this is big. I mean, the Lakers now sixteen and seventeen, and they give up thirty three points in every quarter, except yeah. for the third where they gave up thirty nine. I mean, they just are getting absolutely smoked. After the game, LeBron was asked why he said all of our defensive players are out, which is a bit of a burn, I would say, to everybody that's still in the game. Taylor Norton, Tucker, <laughs> Russell Westbrook, Dwight Howard, not defensive players apparently. Um, but this Lakers team, LeBron James tonight goes for 36 points, nine rebounds, six assists, one steal, two blocks, 15 to 26 shooting. He was efficient. Did not matter. A minus 23. This, this Laker problems run deep. And I know a lot of teams like there's time, a lot of problems out West. They're still in the six seed. They're not even down in the play in yet, but I don't know, man, this Lakers team is just not very good. Uh, well, LeBron is right. All the Lakers defensive players are out. They're out of Los Angeles. They traded them all away. That's the problem. Uh, yeah, I think you're right. Coming up, what to expect from the NBA's Christmas Day slate of games. But first, let's talk about Bet Online. Bet Online has you covered this holiday season with more props, odds, and lines than ever before as football continues its march through the College Bowl season and the pro football playoffs. Bet Online remains your number one spot 
For all the sports action this season, head to the website or use your mobile device to sign up today and receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Just use our promo code Locked On to receive that bonus. From basketball, football, NHL, boxing, and UFC, right to your favorite Vegas casino games, don't wait to take advantage on all these amazing offers available for the 2021 season. BetOnline is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all of your favorite sports, so don't wait to take advantage of all of these new amazing offers available. It's BetOnline, where the game starts. Every Friday here on Locked on NBA, we count down to the weekend, and today we are power ranking the five Christmas Day games. Adam, let's jump right in with the least watchable game. Okay, power ranking the games on Christmas. Coming up last, this was tough, Wes. It was hard to come up with the worst game. Yeah, I went back and forth between two. I'm settling on Hawks-Knicks. This Knicks team is not good. This Hawks team doesn't have anybody, act, no Trey Young, no Clint Capella, no Danilo Gallinari. You're not interested in watching Lance Stevenson skip up the floor? <laughs> this is Lance Stevenson got a Christmas game. Think about that, Wes. Who would have guessed Lance Stevenson? I don't want to think gonna... about it. <laughs> He's Not only is it a Christmas game, I, the reason they're going to get knocked down a little bit, you're an East Coast guy, I'm in the West, I'm in the Mountain Time Zone, the best time zone for watching sports. This game starts at 10 a.m. I got my kids. I got five and six-year-old. I'm not turning the TV on at 10 a.m. I'm definitely not turning it on to watch Lance Stevenson go at Kemba Walker. I don't know what year this is. That game is the worst one. Uh, I have no problem with that. I actually, it starts at noon here on the East Coast. I might not watch it. <laughs> like, yeah. it's not, like, even from, like, a, I can't even, like, glean any information from this game. This is not the two teams. These aren't the Knicks. These aren't the right. Hawks. These are like the Knicks. And I'm for air quotes for those not listening, watching on YouTube. And the Hawks, also in air quotes. Uh, what's the next game? The one that was close, man. I'm telling you, this one easily could have taken the cake. The Jazz versus the Mavericks. It's the nightcap. It's the late game. Now, look, the Jazz are good. So golf clap for them for getting the game, and they're going to be all right. This, this Mavs team is terrible. This is going to be a 20-point blowout. The Jazz should absolutely dominate this game. I don't think there'll be much intrigue. And maybe it's a good thing since it's the nightcap that you probably only have to watch the first half and then you can go to bed. Um, but this is not going to be a very compelling game. No, I think the best possible version of this game is Donovan Mitchell scoring 50, right? Right. And then you get to just watch need. Donovan Mitchell go at five Knicks chairs and score 50. That would be a fun way to kind of end Christmas. They What's also the have, they also feature the most boring good player in the NBA and Rudy Gobert. So, Maybe Donovan Mitchell goes for 50. Maybe Rudy Gobert goes for 15 screen assists. One of the two will happen. Uh, tune oh. in. Must David Locke will be tweeting all about it. Uh, what's the next game here? <laughs> Number three, it pains me to say this one. It's Bucks celtics oh, This game so could have been good. This game oh could have been good. I don't yeah. blame the schedule makers for thinking this game might have been okay. You know, some guys in protocol, some guys in injuries. Celtics, not a very good team this year, To maybe to some people's surprise. This game will be, you watch it if you care about those teams. But if you don't care about those teams, this might be another one that you just skip. You just you'd spend time with the family. Yeah, I'm still not exactly sure why Boston got a Christmas game. <laughs> I guess somebody had to. Uh, but, you know, like the Sixers were just sitting there. I understand they had all the Ben Simmons stuff, but right. I don't know. I don't know. Even the Heat with Jimmy Butler, and I don't know. I don't know. I didn't love do you it. Think, do you think you could, like, Almost not name the Christmas Day games till like December fifteenth. You like, 
They don't announce who it's yeah. going to be. Then you then you make it. I, I maybe the NBA could experiment with that. That's a good idea. Um, all right, let's get to the good games here. All right, there are two good games. This one might actually number two might not be a good game. It might not, but it has a small chance of being a good game. The Brooklyn Nets and the Los Angeles Lakers. Now, the Brooklyn Nets are sitting right now at number one in the Eastern Conference at 21 and nine. It, I'm thinking Kevin Durant will be back for this game. Uh, it sounds like the NBA are bending the rules just enough to make sure that <laughs> him and James Harden could play. They just went from, you know what, 10 days, let's just make it seven. And it was a little yeah. arbitrary. And then people did the math and figured it out why. So part of me sits here and thinks, like, I'd love to see it. You know, what KD versus LeBron, I want to see it. But didn't we just watch LeBron James get outdueled by Keldon Johnson and the San Antonio Spurs? <laughs> didn't they just lose by 25? If they gave up 138 points to the San Antonio Spurs, what are they going to give up to Kevin Durant? This might yeah. be a terrible game. At least it's got some big names in it. It could be sad. Uh, I think this is the first time LeBron and Kevin Durant are playing each other since like 2019 or something like that, wow. which is, that's cool. Yeah. Um, yeah. I almost, but I almost don't want to watch it. I'm almost, <laughs> I, I'm a little scared to watch it. Uh, yeah. Just in, in the interest of LeBron James. Um, let's talk about, let's talk about the best game of the night. So here's the thing, Wes. This is a horrible slate, this Christmas slate. I honestly believe all four of those games we just mentioned, like, yeah. very good chance that they're all bad. But this marquee game, this is a banger. Oh, this, this is, is a fantastic, fantastic, probably the two most interesting teams through the first mm. 40, 40 games, 35 games, whatever we're at. Phoenix Suns, Golden State Warriors. This is a battle for the number one seed out West and indeed the number one seed in all of the NBA. I think it's the two most impressive teams. They play a beautiful brand of basketball. you got name recognition. You've got a little bit of a rivalry. Chris Paul, Steph Curry is a little bit of a rivalry, a one-sided rivalry. This game has all of the makings of, of a classic, and I'm very excited for it. I like that it's in Phoenix. It's in a warm-weather city, so I think we'll have some celebrity sightings there, dare Maybe. I say. I think it's potentially... Okay. Um, and I, I'm all in on this matchup. My takeaway after the first time these two teams played in Phoenix was, I don't know. I know the Suns won that game. I don't know which team is better. I just know these are the two best teams in the league. Right. And I, and since then, I still believe that they played one more time. I think a couple nights after that, um, where the Suns were on the second night, it was weird. The Warriors got that game, but like nobody cared about that game. Cause it wasn't the first one. <laughs> and it, and you know. It wasn't I think it was Devin Booker, right? Devin Booker went down. Devin, so Devin Booker is out, but now Devin Booker is back. Hopefully right. he's there for all four quarters this time. The Warriors, Warriors we'll see how up. many of their guys are, are ready yeah. to go, but as long as they've got Steph, as long as there's Chris Paul, as long as there's Devin Booker, as long as there's Draymond Green, as long as that's all that matters. I'm so excited for this game. I wish it was in the Bay. I, I know Phoenix has a good crowd as well. But there's just something too when Steph Curry starts making threes at, at that arena that I, I would have I would have preferred it. But either way, it's going to be a good game. It'll be the same way in Phoenix. <laughs> no, <laughs> uh, it'll it, it'll be a good game. It'll be it's well worth. It. It's right there in the middle of the afternoon. It's going to be perfect. Um, at least the NBA. Got I actually have the game. advantage here. I get the I get the five p.m. tip, and yours is three. Right, three. I feel yeah. like three is perfect. No, five p.m. No, I've already had a couple like. Hottie toddies or something like that. I'm just gonna kick back. Yeah, 5 p.m. is perfect. Get a little sunset at halftime. Be nice. Well, there you go. Did you have the same rankings as me? Was that did I do that right? Yeah, I'm with you on all of them. I think we could we could argue a little bit more about the the bottom two, but that would be giving it way too much right, right. service than it than it deserves. I, I think the only game really worth watching is 
is Warrior Suns, you know, and 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 Brooklyn Lakers. I, I just like the star power involved. I'll, that's, I, I don't ask for much on Christmas. I just I don't even really need the game, like, because you got family stuff happening. It's not right, you don't right. want like super intense. Like I'm not breaking down X's and O's. You know what I mean? <laughs> on so Christmas, true. I just want star power. I want some celebrity sightings. I want some good commercials. I'm good to go. I don't mind like the Lakers game. It would be worse. It might have been lower on my list except for I enjoy watching the Lakers get destroyed and I think they're going to get destroyed in that game so a little a little Christmas present for me well that's a wrap speaking of presents remember to subscribe to new episodes of Locked on NBA wherever you listen to podcasts with 30 minutes of the NBA's top stories every day you can find me over at Locked on Heat and Adam over at Locked on Nuggets thank you for making Locked on NBA your first listen every day now make your second listen Locked on Bets your daily one-stop shop for all of your gambling needs. It's free. It's available on all platforms. Happy holidays, Adam. Happy holidays.